When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now here are Don Amici and Francis Langford as John and Blanche Bickerson in The Honeymoon Is Over. Like most married women, Blanche Bickerson is a romanticist. Having talked poor husband John into taking her on a second honeymoon, three o'clock in the morning finds Mrs. Bickerson in the lobby of a small hotel at Niagara Falls. Exhausted and bleary-eyed from the long drive, John Bickerson unloads the luggage outside as his wide-awake wife talks to the night clerk. Listen. It doesn't really matter about the room as long as we have a nice view of the falls. Yes, ma'am. I'll bet you don't remember me. No, ma'am. Well, I wouldn't expect you to with all the honeymoon couples you meet. I was here seven years ago. Is that so? Yes. Well, better luck this time. (laughs) Oh, we're still married to each other. We're just having a second honeymoon. Do many people do that? No, ma'am. I wonder why. I wouldn't know, (laughs) ma'am. Are you married? No, ma'am. Arthritis makes me walk like this. <laughs> Would you please sign a register, ma'am? Oh, I'm sorry. Last time we were here, we had to wait two days for a room. We stayed in a motel in Buffalo. Here you are. Thank you. Is that Bickerson? Yes. Did I sign it right? Yes, ma'am. Mrs. John Bickerson and husband. <laughs> Here's a key, room 318. There's the automatic elevator over there. We don't have any bellboys at night. Oh, that's all right. I'll go out to the car and get my husband. John! Where is he? He's not in the car. I wonder if he took the luggage out of the trunk compartment. Good heavens. The man is positively insane. John, get out of that trunk, you darn fool. No! Shut the door, there's a trap. Come out of that thing. All right, all right, all right, don't pull. Oh, 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 my head. That's right. Pick up that luggage and straighten yourself up. I don't want you to go into that nice hotel looking like a ragamuffin. Nice muffins. Grab a couple of these bags, will you, Blanche? No, it wouldn't look right on our honeymoon. Come on. Oh, my back. Where's the bellboy? We don't have any at night. Are you the clerk? Yes, sir. Where's the register? I want a room with a bed. I've already signed it. You've got a room. Good. Where are you going to sleep? <laughs> Come on, John. Stop dragging your feet. Drove 2,000 miles for a second honeymoon. Lead me to my room. You had to talk like that in front of the clerk. Oh, let me sleep, will you, Blanche? I'd just love to go one place with you that you didn't embarrass and humiliate me. You've been unbearable since we left home. Keep going. In here? Yes. Pull the bags in so I can close the door. No windows, no nothing. How much do they get for this broken down room? This is the elevator. Oh. <laughs> well, push the button or something and get it started. I can't keep my eyes open another minute. I was afraid this would happen. I hoped that going on a second honeymoon would bring us closer together. Can't get closer than this. <laughs> unless you throw the luggage out. Every time I want you to be romantic, you're so distant, John. What is it that's keeping us apart? The brown suitcase. <laughs> Are we on? I'm sleepy. You're always sleepy. When you're not sleepy, you're humiliating me. I'll never be able to face that night clerk in the morning. You won't have to. Why not? There'll be a day clerk. (laughs) 
is the room? I don't know, and I don't care. I'm going to stay in the elevator. Oh, come on, will you, Blanche? Well, say you're sorry. I'm sorry. Now, where's our room? Right in front of you, 318. Well, open the door before I collapse. Oh, thank heaven. I got it. Get some sleep. Well, put the lights on. Don't stumble around in the dark. Don't want to open my eyes. Just aim me at the bed and give me a shove. I'm not going to let you sleep until you undress properly and unpack the luggage. Oh, Blanche, why did you have to bring so much stuff? You've got as much stuff as I have. I have not. All I brought was my toothbrush and my overnight bottle. <laughs> you and that bourbon. You wouldn't take five steps away from home without it. Well, I still remember what happened when we got snowbound in that cabin. It wasn't so terrible. Oh, not much. I had to live for two weeks on nothing but food and water. <laughs> Don't throw my things around like that. There's no closet. Where shall I put these dresses? In the drawers. Where do you want these drawers? In the dresser. <laughs> Hold up your pants neatly and put them under the mattress. Okay. Well, take them off first, John. Oh, I was to think you'd change. This is second honeymoon was just as big a mistake as our first one. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm so sorry you made me go on this trip. I could die. I made you go. You shanghaied me. You even tried to get me to marry you again. Was that such an unreasonable request? Yes, it isn't legal. Why not? A man can't be punished twice for the same crime. <laughs> oh, that's too bad about you. Oh, you shame me in front of all my friends after I sent the invitations out, too. Well, I wasn't going to have any formal wedding and put out a lot of dough to feed your hungry friends and their squalling brats. There wouldn't have been any brats there at all. How do you know? Because it said plainly on the invitation, Mr. and Mrs. John Vickerson will be married March 9th. No children expected. Put out the lights. I'm never going back to that horrible apartment we live in. It's going to sit here and stare at the falls forever. Wouldn't hurt you to look at them, either. I see them every day on a shredded wheat box. <laughs> Can you be so cynical? I'm glad I have a little romance in my soul. Just the sight of those falls bring back memories. No. Sit up, John. Look at that cascade. Doesn't it remind you of something? Yeah. What, John? I think I left the water running in the bathtub. John, you didn't. Okay, I didn't. Good night, Blanche. I never should have trusted you to lock up. Now I'm really worried. Did you close all the windows? Close the windows. You didn't leave any lights burning, did you? Hmm. Did you leave food for the cat? That's enough for a week. What did you leave him? A six-pound tin of corned beef. Did you empty it into a plate? No. Well, how do you expect the cat to eat it? I left the can opener on top. <laughs> Stop worrying about that cat. We should have taken all the animals with us. Poor little canaries locked in the cage. The cat can't get out of the house, and who's going to feed the goldfish? I'll bet they're terribly unhappy. Oh, they're not unhappy. They're having a fine vacation. They are not. They are, too. When I left, the cat was fishing. <laughs> In the goldfish bowl. And he was using the canary for bait. Oh, go to sleep. Canary and the goldfish are fine, and I wish that cat had dropped dead. Don't talk like that. I love that cat. When I get home, I'm going to enter him in a cat show. What for? He couldn't win anything. Maybe not, but he'd meet not a nice cat. Please, will you, Blanche? I'm not sleepy. Why don't you sit up and talk to me? Blanche, people don't talk at four o'clock in the morning. You talked until five o'clock on our first honeymoon. Oh. You kept reciting poetry and telling me how beautiful I was. Do you remember what you said, John? No. You told me your love for me was like a raging inferno. You said you had a fierce fire blazing in your breast like a live coal. What happened to it, John? It's only a clinker now. <laughs> Blanche, 
me. Blanche, I'm so sleepy, I don't know what I'm saying. I'd like to hear you say things like that to Gloria Goosby. <laughs> Can't I even go to Niagara Falls without Gloria Goosby? The only reason you didn't was because she wouldn't have you. What? You proposed to her 15 times before you proposed to me, you big second fiddle, you. I never proposed to Gloria Goosby, and you know it. And the next time I see her, I'm going to punch her husband, Leo, right in the nose. What have you got against Leo? He's a better husband than you are. And I'm sick of hearing that, too. Leo Goosby is a cheap, chiseling bum. He is not. He's more generous than you. Would Leo Goosby give you a new dress? No. Would he give you a new hat? No. Would he give you a mink coat? No. Would you give me a mink coat? No. Why should I give you anything Leo would give you? Well, stop goading me. You want me to do nothing but fight, fight, fight? No, I don't. All I do is ask for proof that you love me and you go into a tent. Blanche, what more proof do you want? I tell it to you a thousand times a day. I raise a new crop of freckles to spell out I love you. I painted it on all the Burma shave signs. Honey. Somebody's at the door, John. Honey. Honey! Honey! Madam, this is not a beehive, it's my bedroom! <laughs> people wandering around in the halls at this time on my fault, broken down the hotel. Don't be so crabby. It's probably some nice little bride who can't find her husband. Maybe lost. He isn't lost, he's hiding. <laughs> Blanche, I got a vile headache. Well, nobody told you to yell your brains out. Good night. If you just stand here and look at the falls for a few minutes, your headache will go away and you'll sleep fine. Mm. Where does all that water come from? I once read that it goes over at the rate of 346,000 gallons a second. John? Yeah. Are the falls higher on the American side or the Canadian side? I don't know. I'll have to find out in the morning. What a majestic spectacle. I'm convinced there's nothing in the world like Niagara Falls. Except you, Blanche. Really, John? Why do you say that? Because you never dry up either. <laughs> Not John. 